Do you guys ever just, you know, lie awake at night and you're thinking about how you're never going to make it? Like, no matter what you do, it's never enough. Like, even if you crushed your day, you just sit there and you think about how much left you have to do, how much more you have to do, how you still didn't make any money that day. Like, you're trying so hard, but things just don't seem to be falling into place yet, right? Yet. I think as entrepreneurs, we all have those things that kind of maybe keep us up at night or get stuck on repeat inside of our minds. And the thought of not getting enough engagement on your post could be that thing for you. Knowing that you can't do it alone, but you don't have enough funds to hire somebody could be that thing for you. Or that voice, you know, that creeps in and says, you're not enough, right? So in today's episode, guys, we're going to talk about the five key things that I've done in my life to help avoid that noise and to just stop those voices completely. So I'm going to talk about the most important strategies, the ones that you need to have in your life to gain what I call a long-term thinking mindset. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Natalie, business and marketing consultant and personal branding expert. I've helped scale and grow companies to over $10 million annually, and I'm here to walk you through everything you need to know to bridge the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go, and this is the reality of winning. This is honestly going to move the needle in your life so much faster, and I really can't express this enough, guys. It's it's so important, and I, I honestly don't know how I ever lived a day without this, and we're going to talk about your vision and your goals and how to put the right strategy in place to kind of flex that patient muscle. And we're also going to talk about the two most important things that you have to be doing to make sure that you're actually successful at this. And you guys are going to get so much out of this today. Honestly, this episode, it's everything inside of here today has helped change me and my life. And I hope it's going to change yours too. So Before I dive into these, there's one really important thing that we have to kind of talk about here. So you've got to stop worrying about the past. You've got to stop focusing on your future. And I really just can't stress it enough because when you live inside your head, guys, you're no longer moving the needle. You're no longer doing the things that are required of you. You're no longer building your business. You're stuck in your head. You're no longer working your business. You're trapped. You're like a hamster in one of those wheels. You're running and you're moving and you're busy, 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 but you're stuck and you're not going anywhere. So you have to really learn how to shift back into the present moment. I always say you're either here now or you're nowhere. And I always repeat to myself, just be here now. And the moment that you start thinking about your future, I mean, or, you know, the results of your outcome or the outcomes of your actions, like scaling and growing, not getting the leads, you're focused and you're stuck inside of your head again. And you have to learn to bridge the gap between your fears, your anxieties, your emotions, the past and the future. You got to bridge it back and come back into the present moment. So you have to just focus on getting the things done and being in the present moment in order to move that needle in your life. So let's talk about this vision, your dream, your goals, you know, the thing that keeps calling you, the thing that you keep chasing after. 
And you guys, that voice inside of your head that keeps saying like, I want to do this. I want to do this. It's not going to go away. And it wasn't designed to be silenced and you weren't designed to be silenced. You were perfectly made exactly how you are. And you actually have everything that you need inside of you to make your dreams happen, guys. So thing one, defining your vision, okay? You can't hit a target that you don't set. You have to figure out what's my ultimate goal here, you know? Like, what am I working towards? Is it to have a million dollars? Am I unhappy and I want to be happy? Is it freedom? What is it for you? Maybe you want a killer body. I don't know what it looks like for you. And we all have a different dream, a different goal. But being able to identify where you want to be in one year from now, three years from now, and five years from now, that's a good place to start. If you don't know where you're going, (laughs) you have no way to hit that target. And you'll miss every shot that you take because you don't know where you're shooting. You have no idea where that hoop is, right? So you need to know where you're headed. You need to know what you want. And I've learned that you have to become extremely specific about it. For example, I used to think that it was enough to be like, in a year from now, I'm going to have a business. I'm going to make a million dollars. And it's like, okay, cool. But like, how do you actually get that, right? Like, how, how do you achieve that outcome? So what I really wanted was to be a business owner, running a consulting company, What I wanted to have after a year, let's say, would be 20 clients monthly that brought me in the revenue. I also wanted to have my website. I wanted my blog. I wanted to start a podcast. I wanted to start a YouTube channel. I wanted to scale and grow my LinkedIn. I wanted to start hosting monthly webinars. I wanted to start writing my first book. (laughs) So it wasn't just about being a business owner and getting X, Y, and Z income. So, you know, in three years from now, I would, you know, have a team of 12 people be on my second book. I'll have a community of at least 5,000 people in my business builders community management that I'm launching. I would like my newsletter to have over 150,000 subscribers. So when you become a lot more specific, you're able to kind of break those things down and it becomes a lot easier to achieve it. You can't just say, I'm going to launch X, Y, or Z. That's not enough. Okay. You have to get very specific about your timelines, about your goals, what it really means to you. So this brings me to thing two. Thing two is going to be that thing that is going to build the roadmap for those long-term goals that you're setting. So if you're like me, and let's just talk about writing a book, for example, super easy to do this. Um, You have to be able to break down writing a book into smaller achievable steps along the way so that you can actually have your brain know I can do this. So basically this also kind of like helps you focus on doing the thing to achieve your outcome, the goal of writing the book rather than just thinking about the goal, right? So it keeps you focused. It keeps you from worrying about the outcomes inside of, you know, the future. And it keeps you away from the emotions and the fears, anxieties, stress, all of that stuff. So I know that because I'm stacking evidence daily that I'm actually going to get to the end goal, you don't stop taking your actions, right? Because you know what's going to happen if you just don't stop. So let's go back into this book, okay? I can show you exactly how I broke this down into smaller goals so that I could actually build it out. 
Hey guys, if you're finding value in today's episode, go ahead, drop me a review, swipe those five stars, and share it with somebody that you know. It's the only way I can grow this channel, and it's only going to take you two seconds, and I'm so grateful to have you here. Thank you guys so much. The first thing I thought was like, okay, so how many pages should my book be? How many, like, how, 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 how long are these things, right? So I figured out that the average book is between 200 and 300 pages. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to write a 250 page book. We'll just slap it right in the middle. So then it became like, all right, how many chapters should that book be around, you know? So I started looking at all my books over here and I figured out there's usually around 10 to 12 chapters. So if I have 250 pages with 10 chapters, that means each chapter is going to be about 25 pages long. Not so scary, right? (laughs) If I want to finish my book in, let's say, six months, I would have to write 50 pages a month for six months, which means... I have to take the action to put time aside so I can schedule it, get it on the calendar, and it ends up coming out to like 13 pages a week, right? If I look at this podcast episode, it's like six pages. And, you know, it just removes all of the stress. It removes all the fear associated with that goal of writing a book because your brain has a clear roadmap of actually like, how do I do that? Okay, all of these small steps. Well, if I just have to write 13 pages this week, that's a lot easier for me to handle than saying I need a 4,000 page book and I need to write 5,000 words, right? So (laughs) it just, it when you break it down, it just becomes way easier for your brain to comprehend, for you to comprehend. And it gives you present moment tasks that you can just consistently do. And you know that if you continue writing 13 pages a week, you're going to achieve your goal, right? So less stress, less anxiety, less fear, clear roadmap. So you always have to work backwards to achieve your goal. It's always like, this is the thing I want. How do I break that down to get it? So let's look at another example. Let's go back to that $1 million a year, right? So if you want to make a million dollars a year, you need 10 people to give you $10,000 a month, which is pretty easy. So let's just say, here's my price, 10K. There's how many billions of people in this world? I am confident that out of all of the billions of people across this planet, (laughs) there's at least 10 people out there who are willing to pay me what I want for my service. So that seems logical to me. And (laughs) I bet there's 10 people out there who are willing to pay you the same. It might not happen overnight, but it will happen. So I have to now break down how do I get those 10 people, right? So getting those 10 people, you need leads. How do you get leads? (laughs) You find the people who can afford your service, you add them into a pipeline, and if you contact, let's say, 4,000 people and you converted 1%, you would have 40 new clients. (laughs) If you improve your sales script, if you work on your pitch, your offer, if you keep learning from what you're doing, you could probably only reach out to 2,000 people and still get the same 40 clients. Seems easy enough, right? So you want, now you have that like $1 million. So let's talk about thing three, patience. Nothing is going to happen overnight. 
everything takes time. Like I mapped out the book, it would take at least six months for me to write it. And then you have to get it edited, you have to get it published, you you know, there's a whole process over there that I still haven't reached on. So you even the calls, you could never make 4000 calls in a day, you couldn't get all 40 clients in one day, it would be impossible. You have to take out a few weeks, a few months, it depends on your schedule, right? So that's the hard part. I call it the in between stage where you're, you know, you're planting seeds, you're doing the work, you're, how would you say it, like a farmer kind of working on his crop, he's watering it, he's doing all the things. And eventually, you're gonna have that seed that sprouts, and you're gonna get your tree that bears all of the fruit. But this is where most people give up, right? It's those moments where you're feeling more defeated It's when you're lying awake at night thinking about if your tree is ever going to bear fruit. It's, you know, you start doubting yourself. You think that because it hasn't happened yet, that you don't have what it takes and that, you know, that's why you just, you have to be present and focus on doing the work and doing the small actionable steps and not thinking about your emotions or the outcome. Your success is inevitable if you keep doing the things that need to be done. And I think, guys, everything that you are today is a result of everything that you've done previously, right? Today is a stacked version of previous thoughts and patterns and effort. So everything that you're going to be in six months from now is a result of what you do today, right? When you understand this, you can choose not to give in to short-term gratification, but be in it for the long haul, for the future you, right? You might not always feel like doing something or see the results right away, but one thing I can guarantee you is if you stop now, you're never going to get there, right? So I would rather continue stacking the progress every single day knowing that I'm going to reap that reward that whatever I do today, this podcast, right? For example, if I didn't have a podcast, I couldn't grow the podcast. I couldn't get better at something that I didn't start or didn't do. We all start out sucking and that is totally okay. We don't have to be perfect. We weren't designed to be perfect and we're never going to be there. So, okay. We've got like two more things to go, guys. So learning in habit building, okay? These are the most crucial things that you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest the time in getting better. You have to work on you and you have to work on the business, right? So you can enhance your skill set. You can enhance your knowledge and it'll take you less time to get there and achieve the thing. So for me, I probably spend close to 10 or 20 hours a week investing in my self-development and improving the skills that I need to get me to where I want to go. So I know if I do the work and I put in the time and the energy into getting there faster, the only result and outcome of doing that is getting to where I want to go faster, right? So I think... Learning is a lot of uncovering what you're unconsciously not, what you're consciously not aware of, right? The more conscious that you become, the more you can see where you fall short. The better I got personally, the more I was able to see where I did fall short. So it was always just bridging that gap and understanding that what, like, 
what I had to work on next was not that I wasn't good enough or I didn't have what it took. It was just that I needed to have more skills, new skills, and to learn more, which is fine. I mean, the it's just it's just part of the process. And when you can understand that you're not doing anything wrong and that there is nothing wrong with you, it's just a matter of like, you know, I think like every new level requires a new version of you, right? And like the person who's making a million dollars isn't going to be the same person who's making 250000 a year, right? So the habits of somebody at $250,000 a year or $65,000 a year is like not going to be the same habits as somebody who's making a million dollars a year because you've done a lot of a lot more work. You've put in a lot more time, a lot more energy. You've flex your discipline. You've had to become more resilient. You probably have a team by now. Like there's so many other factors that go into shaping you. So never be afraid that as you become better, seeing like, oh, like I actually really sucked in this area and I was missing this, this, and this. Like that used to really, really affect me in a lot of different ways. But the thing that I was able to understand and grasp through it is that everybody goes through it. It's just a normal process. And no matter how good you get, you're always going to have a new level and new habits, and you're always going to fall short somewhere. So you just kind of like accept it. And it's like, that's life, man. That is life. (laughs) Okay. So the, let's go into this final thing, right? Um, You have to bring forward new habits. The habits that got you here won't be the ones that get you where you want to go. And you have to continuously move forward. It's painful. And you have to replace habits with new habits. So the habits that don't serve you, like drinking, Netflix, toxic people, bad relationships, you have to remove the things that don't serve you and your long-term vision. And you have to move into new habits. So it's this never-ending cycle of like replace, fix, awareness, and shift. Replace, fix, awareness. So, you know, once a week, I kind of ask myself like, what needs to be changed? Where do I need to level up? What can I do to be better next week? Where did I fall short this week? And what steps can I take to make sure that I'm upgrading for the next week? How do I prevent that thing from happening again that did make me fall short? Why did that thing happen in the first place? I think the most important thing you can do, and I'm all about identifying the root cause, and I have to do that so I can learn from it so I don't keep repeating the same cycle, and understand it, and then move on. (laughs) There's no dwelling. Resilience and discipline will get you everything that you want in life, but you you have to be willing to suffer through it. It's never easy but you need your habits to align with your long-term goals. That person making 1 million isn't going to do what the person making 250K a year is doing. You have to accept that growth is uncomfortable and you have to figure out a way to just focus on doing rather than thinking about whether or not you're going to be able to do that. So thank you guys so much for joining me. Don't forget, drop a review, swipe those five stars, and share this episode with somebody who you know is going to be able to benefit.